So what do you do when a relationship has run its course? We're going to be talking about that this week on episode 164 of The Relaxed Mail. This is The Relaxed Mail, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey, man, hello, and welcome to Relaxed Mail. All right, I am your host, Brian. I am a certified men's life coach, and I am here to help men who are going through the just hellacious time in their life known as divorce. And not all of us have to go through it, but... If you do go through a divorce, you can actually come on to come out the other side and actually be a better, stronger, more resilient man for it. And that's what I'm here in this particular on these these episodes that I'm putting out. That's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to. I'm trying to help men understand that. Yeah, it is scary. There, your whole world has just been torn up, ripped into shreds, thrown up in the air, and it's just what's laying down. It comes falling down. Is just all that's left. All the memories and the emotions and everything that is combined with that. But yet, it doesn't have to hold you. In a state of, of fear, it doesn't have to hold you in a state of indecision because you can get out there and you can actually learn from what's happened in this relationship and turn it into a benefit, turn it into a gold mine. And that's what we're talking about today is what happens when a relationship is run its course. And like a lot of stuff in, in life, Nothing is permanent. Our, our, even our time on earth is limited. We are, the human condition is a terminal condition, whether we like to think about it or not. Our relationships with people also, some are very, very long. Some, they last almost our whole life and others are very fleeting and they're just, it's a, just a nod at each other as you go down the highway. I've had relationships that were like that, where I sat there and had a, had a little, you know, just a moment with another human being while traveling down the interstate heading to like Dallas or heading to San Diego or someplace like that. You're always coming across uh, other people like that. Now, there are times that our relationships do last a little bit longer, and there are times that they are that short, but nothing is ever fully permanent. We don't always have a, we don't have a guarantee that we're even going to be here tomorrow. So, so we have a, a, a point that we have to kind of pay attention to what's going on. Friends throughout our whole, whole life have come in and we have and left. When you first started going to school, if you went to the same school district for the whole, your whole stretch of your life, you started out, having a set of friends that were completely different than those friends who you had when you were uh, a senior in high school and graduating, going off to college. And for me, you know, first grade had some some friends who hung around with me. I played out. It wasn't until about third grade, all of a sudden I really started developing a very 
specific set of group of friends. So it was, you know, I had my friend Jake McDowell. I had John Harbison and us three were kind of the three amigos. We always ran around and goofed off with and stuff and just had a good time all through most of our life. Eventually, you know, through our high school, our school career through from I don't know, probably. And then whenever I hit about 90 or 89, 88, 89, when we were just getting into high school, you know, all of a sudden my friend David Timms came in and we started really hanging out with my, uh, with David and John kind of went his own direction. And yeah, I was still friends with John, but as through high school, all of a sudden here comes, uh, my friend Vincent and some of the lower classmen became, were kind of came into my group and some went out and some came in and we were always kind of shifting, ebbing and flowing. And that's a good example of what relationships are in life. Some just end. And I've talked about this in, many different uh, blog posts and podcasts is so many times we try to hold on to friends for the sole fact of holding on to a friend, though that friend's life doesn't serve us anymore. And when I say his life, I say his presence in our life doesn't serve us anymore. He doesn't, you know, we're maybe we're wanting to become something more. We're wanting to become more successful. We want to have a business that is seven figures. Well, our friend is like, yeah, man, that sounds like a good idea. Hey, come on, sit down, have a bowl, smoke a bowl with me. You know, he might be able to catch up with you and might be able to have the same mindset and same thought patterns that you do so that he can also have his own business of seven figures. But a lot of times the answer is not going to be no. And that's like Jim Rohn has said, we are the average of the five people we spend the most intentional time with. And if you're intentionally spending time with people who don't want to improve themselves, you're not going to improve yourself. So if you're wanting to become a better person, you're wanting to improve yourself, you're wanting to improve your social standing in the world, then one of the things you're going to have to do is you're going to have to accept the fact that the relationship you had with your old buddy, Jim, who is always likes to sit on the couch and get high and play video games in the after work may not be the best friend for you to have when you're trying to become a million dollar CEO. If you're trying to have a set of friends who lifts each other up, that one friend who is always talking bad about his ex-wife and is dogging your ex-wife. Probably not the best guy to have because you want to maintain a line of nobility is a good word. Yeah. You want to have a, be a noble, upstanding, masculine man. And you can't do that if you're sitting there trashing the mother of your kids. Is she doing stuff that might be worthy of trashing? Yeah. But you're better than that. And so you're not going to fall to Jim's, you know, line of thinking and where he's trashing his wife and he's trashing your ex-wife, y'all aren't going to do that. And when it comes to marriages, that happens also, man. Sometimes marriages do just kind of peter out. They just kind of stop. And yeah, you can still love your, your wife, but she's going on a different path and you're going on a different path. And it's not serving either of you to hold the other one back. 
And so it uh, does actually do a good job and uh, presents a really good line of thinking to go, you know what? We're just in two different places now. When we first got married, yeah, we were on the same track, but now the kids have grown up and they're out of the house and we're just, you know, we're just in two different places and that's okay. You can split up. Is it still going to hurt? Yeah, because you're ripping apart an emotional bond that you do have. It's not going to be unpleasant, but it's, if you're going at it through a place, through a line of thinking as and filtered through love, you're going, it's going to hurt, but it's not going to be, you know, scarcity hurt where, oh my gosh, everything's falling apart. The world's coming to an end. We're not going to worry about that anymore because we're just doing what we need to do. Now, what, as we go about on talking about relationships running the courses, there is one thing that I do want to say. There are three reasons that you can actually end a divorce and not think twice about it. And those are your three A's, your uh, abuse, addiction, and adultery. Those three are trust destroyers. And so if your wife has had those, uh, has done one or all three of those, yeah, you're going to want to probably go ahead and leave that relationship, especially if it's the in, in the abuse. If you're being abused or or what, get out of the relationship. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to suck. You've They've already taken your self-confidence, your self-worth, and ground it down to just pure dust. And so it's going to be really scary for you to step out on your own, but yet you're going to be stronger doing that than to stand around and see if you can change her. You can fix her. No, you can't fix an abuser. And yes, Men, women can be abusers too. And there are a lot of women out there who are abusers. And sadly, us guys don't report it often enough because of how we're afraid of what we're going to be viewed. But yet that doesn't happen. If you actually were to go off and report abuse, report physical violence being done against you, it will be taken seriously. And if you need help on that, in the show notes, I have... A, the 800 number to the National Domestic Violence Helpline and call it. But besides for being absolutely being abused, if you're in an abusive relationship that especially is violent, I mean, yeah, I, I can't say it enough. Just, just leave, just pack your shit up, get out of the house, go grab the kids, go and get it sorted out later. All, and also always document, 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 document. But when should you re- leave the relationship? If say it's uh, just a normal relationship, is you've got kind of the humdrums and the doldrums, is that really a time to 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 leave a relationship? Well, in my books, I, I personally would say no, but it may be different for you. I, I can't say for a fact as to what you want to do, but or maybe your wife is wanting to to leave, and if she does. You know, you can't really hold her there. You can do things to help her see that you're, if, if her reasons for leaving is because it's pointing at you, you're not doing anything. You're not doing stuff that's right. Or you're just, it's just not the, the relationship is not being, is not going where she wants it to go. 
Well, that's where a little coaching would come into play. What, where do you want that, that relationship to go? If you're having thoughts, uh, that your life would be better because you left a relationship, if you think it's, uh, your life would be better because, you know, of a, because the other person in your relationship is making you feel bad or making you is not supporting you or not doing something, or you're just having all of these different types of complaints. That's probably not a reason to leave a relationship. If you have thoughts that leaving a relationship will improve your position in life, guess what? The answer is no. And if you find are finding that you think that you had a, another woman in your life, or if your wife thinks another man in her life would make her life a lot better, the answer is also, that's not really a good reason to leave a relationship. And it sounds strange, but, but hear me out on this because these, the reasons that you're making up as to why your relationship needs to change are just thoughts. And those are your thoughts. If you think that another person is the reason why you're going to need, you need to change relationships. Well, guess what? You're going to find somebody else who's just like your previous, your ex-wife, and you're still going to have the same complaints about her. If you think that you need somebody who's going to support you left and right and, and, and support you and pick you up and help you get to become a better person. Well, guess what? You can marry the female version of Tony Robbins and it's still not going to work because you have to have the thoughts that you're not, you don't have to have her support you. It's great if she cheers you on, but you don't have to have that. And if you think you have to have those types of thoughts to be able to have a better relationship, those thoughts are going to be with you with the next relationship and the next relationship and the next relationship until you get rid of those. Until you can look at your wife and though you know it's the relationship has ended, you can get, love her completely, totally, and see her go and marry another man. And you can love her for that fact. If you can, if you're able to just see her for the being the human and you can love her and you have a good time with her and all that and you have no complaints about her, then yeah, it's a it's a time that you could actually leave a relationship and leave it and have a better one on the next one. Leaving a relationship will not make you happy. Re- leaving a relationship will not make you successful. Leaving a relationship will not remove the sorrow, the hurt, the anger, the the thoughts that you have gotten the short end of the stick. These problems will not be fixed because you're leaving a relationship. They will not fix those. Leaving will just cause those relations, those problems, those thoughts to reoccur in somebody else. You want to know why the men go from one woman to another, to another, and to another. And they, all they do is complain that the women want nothing but, you know, their money. Well, it's because that's the thought they keep having about women. If they can get that little problem right there fixed, all of a sudden, all those money grubbing women are suddenly not so bad. That's the big problem I have about the whole red pill movement and the men going their own way. They're not fixing the thought problem that is at the root of why they're in in trouble. Are there problems with our divorce system? Yeah, yeah, there are. But to sit there and think that all women are going to be are horrible is is a terrible line of thinking. 
to think that all you have can do now is to, if you want to get married, you have to have a prenup and you're all, you've got to start thinking about the marriage ending before it even starts. Then no, you're going to have a marriage that is based on what ifs and failures, and it's not going to carry through. So you have to change what you're thinking, change your thoughts and you change your results. If you want a result of a person who is happy and has a great marriage and is having a wonderful time going through life, then you're going to have to change the thought that you have about that situation. And those thoughts are what keep you nailed down. They keep you playing small. And when you can change those to the thoughts that it doesn't matter, you know what? My wife doesn't want to hang around me all the time. All right, cool. I don't need to sit there and worry about her leaving and going out all the time. She's living her life. She has her interdependent life. We have an interdependent relationship. I live my life. She lives her life. And we come together and we live life together as separate people. If you can understand that and you grasp that, then you are a hundred times ahead of the game. And leaving does not cause a problem, does not cause any drama. You won't have that drama. You won't have the, the fear and the, and the, the, oh my gosh, what's she doing? You won't actually care what she's doing. She wants to go sleep with 13 other guys. Fine. Let her sleep with 13 other guys. You're not going to have, you're not going to get the clap, man. You're busy raising your kids. You're sitting there worried about, oh my gosh, when am I the next time I'm going to get laid? Well, you're going to get laid whenever you happen to get laid again. And if you've got kids, you don't need to be worrying about that right now anyhow. So what will leaving a relationship actually do? If you do leave with a, with a, through the lens of a loving relationship, you are truly loving each other and you want the best for each other. So you let them go. Then you're actually going to have a stronger, richer, better connection with the next woman you come up to, uh, come up to and you start find out that y'all are actually very copacetic very synced up and you she won't have a problem with you talking to your ex-wife because guess what your wife and your ex-wife will might actually become friends because y'all are very close to each other in that line of thinking you also have a better understanding of what your spouse was wanting you will have a better understanding of how to communicate with your current spouse and you can remain friends with your ex. And when it comes to parenting, y'all can co-parent like a true team. You won't fight each other tooth and nail. Oh, well, she wants to have the kids on Christmas. Well, that's fine. I'm just going to tell her no because screw her because she wouldn't let me have them on Easter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that little bickering stuff doesn't work. Because all you're doing is you're taking the kids and you're using them as a as a tug-of-war rope. And you're doing more harm to the kids than you are to each other. So grow up and when realize when a relationship runs its course. And if they want to leave, then let them leave. Because if you're sitting there wigging out, all you're wanting to do is the only reason you want them to come move back in with you isn't because you want to get better. It's because you don't you want to feel better. When she, when your wife packed her stuff and left out of the house, guess what? You're that, you're not caring actually about whether or not she comes back or not. You're caring about the fact that you feel like crap because she has up and left you and there is 
nothing you can do to change that line of, of emotional turmoil that's inside of you, except for the fact that if you really want to change it, all you have to do is change your thoughts about the whole circumstance. The circumstance your wife left is neutral. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. And if you can take that line of thinking and go, okay, well, she left. That's horrible. What am I going to do now? And then you start taking those actions. You're going to be ahead of her 10 miles down the road. You're going to be 10 miles further down the road than what she will ever be because she's too busy with her own little mind, uh, mind games that she's playing. She's trying to get a hold of you, trying to get you back, back at you for, you know, you're carrying on when she left you. Well, yeah, you didn't want to be around me. So I'm carrying on. I'm living my life. I'm built working on my four pillars. I've gotten, I'm reading books every night. I'm reading those 10 pages every night of a nonfiction book. I'm listening to podcasts. I am, I'm already reserved for three different conventions that I'm going to. I'm going to some conferences, man. I'm doing stuff. I'm learning. I'm getting my mind better. And on top of that, I'm out exercising. I actually eat Brussels sprouts now, man. You know, you can come up, you can start working on those four pillars. You've got asparagus and, and Brussels sprouts, and you actually even tried a couple of smoothies, and they were not bad. You know, you can find all this stuff out, and you're exercising, you're lifting. You've already shed 25 pounds, and you've got 30, 30 pounds of muscle. You're starting to look pretty damn good, man. And then you've started also building friends. You've got a group of four guys. Y'all meet every Saturday night. Oh, my wife couldn't, wouldn't let me meet, uh, meet with guys every Saturday night. Well, you know what? Yeah, she will. If you say, yeah, we're going to, I'm going to continue meeting with my friends because y'all not doing something every Saturday night. You might do something every Friday night, but you're not going to do something Friday and Saturday night. And if you think you are, you're lying to yourself. Meet with your friends. Meet with your male friends. Your wife will thank you for it down the road. You need to take the negative energy that you've collected that week and offload it onto your guys so that they can process it and give it back to you as positive energy for you to give to your wife. You need those, those men. And then on top of that, you're working towards something. You've got a goal now. You're working on all that. You're building all that up. You're getting stuff done. And if you do that, you will actually find that you have a better life altogether. You have a happier life. You've gotten the drama out of your world, which is where so many times us men want to survive, want to live in this drama world where we're laying in a pile of indulgent emotions that do not serve us. I don't know. I'm confused. I'm lost. I'm hurt. I'm I'm sad. I'm all this. And what are you doing to get out of it? Well, nothing. I'm just, well, I'm, I'm going to get, do something tomorrow. Well, guess what? There is no tomorrow. Give me a date. January 30th, 2023. I'm picking my butt up off the ground. I'm dusting it off and I am going to start reading. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start working on my four pillars. You start doing that. You're going to become a better man. You're going to face the, the craziness of the drama that's going to be hurled at you through a, an ex-wife who is facing the insecurity of scarcity of a fixed mindset while you will end up having gratitude and abundance galore 
all because of what you think. You can do that. You are able to do that. And if you want to know how to do that, then reach out to me. Go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching and fill out the form. We'll sit down. We'll get, we'll get a scheduled, uh, we'll sit down and we'll talk on the, on the, uh, on Zoom and we will find out what it is you are really needing. And then we'll set up a plan and we'll execute that plan and we'll take those steps one baby step at a time until eventually you're going to find yourself through the divorce and you're still going to be talking to me and going, dude, I have got to do this more often. And you might even start realizing, oh, I'm a business coach. Well, I can help point you over to a business coach or, or, Hey man, I want to, I want to lose some more weight. I know, I know a weight loss coach. I know a whole bunch of other coaches who are all dying to help you become the best man possible. All you have to do is take that first step. You have to take action. Are you willing to take the action needed to get out of your comfort zone? If you are awesome, I can't wait to hear from you. If not, man, Think about it. Really contemplate it. Are you where you want to be right now? Is this really what you want to feel? Is this how you really want to behave? Is this how you really want to act? If yeah, all right, cool, dude. You do you, boo. I am, I'm fine with that. But if for whatever reason you think, uh, you know, I kind of want something, you get a little niggling of maybe something different might be of, of benefit to you, then reach out to me. Let's talk and let's see how we can blow your hair back. All right. So, man, I want to thank you very much for listening. If anything I said here resonated with you, rung a bell, got you to think of somebody else. If if you're thinking of a friend, all podcast apps these days have a share button. Hit that share button. Send it as a text message. Let them know, dude, I'm thinking of you and I think this would help. Let them know that relaxed mail is there. If you just think that there might be somebody in your community online that would really benefit from that, then share this out. Share it into your men's group. If you're part of a men's group on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, share it out with there. Share it onto your Facebook and your Instagram. Take a screenshot of it and share it on Instagram. I'm. Let's get the word out. Relaxed Mel is here to change men. And all, not just any man, but the man who is thinks his life is over because of a divorce. Let, I want him to know that his life has just begun. He, we are going to melt him down, take him, put him through this divorce, and he's going to melt down. And we're going to take all those impurities, all that slag, and we're going to peel, we're going to scrape it off, and then we're going to put him and we're going to mold him into back into the man that he wants to be. And when he comes out, he's going to be pure dude. <laughs> Good way to put it. He's going to be pure dude and he is going to be the best man that society needs. So guys, with that, I want to thank you again for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Till then, bye.